News 957. 24 hour newsroom is ready and active. When news breaks, we break in at any moment. Hi, this is Rush Limbaugh. This is my home, my home. in the Miami Valley, WHIO. And remember, we're not doing news, we are talking about the news. Now, and ask the expert weekend on News 957 and AM 1290. WHIO. Good afternoon and welcome to Shooting from the Hip. This is Mark Avery in here with Jeff Pedro this afternoon. Glad that you've been able to join us. If you'd like to be part of the show, we invite you to call the studio at 457-1290 and we'll get your call up on the board and find out what it is that you'd like to talk about. This is a show about firearms, about concealed carry, and about related issues. And uh, we have covered a pretty wide range of topics over the last several years. And so if you have a question that you'd like to ask us or if you have a comment about something that you've heard in the news recently, we'd love to get you on board as well. Uh, Sim Trainer is the sponsor or the uh, the producer of this show. Jeff Pedro and I are from Sim Trainer. We have several other sponsors as well, and you can find those on our radio page at sim-trainer, S-I-M-trainer.com slash radio, and you'll find uh, those local companies who've been sponsoring us for some time, uh, some since the very beginning of the show, and we'd also encourage you to patronize them and to uh, go to them when you have questions or go to them when you have a need for something in the firearms range. Now, we specialize in training, and that is something that we think we do better than anybody, and anybody that does it that doesn't think that is probably in the wrong business, but uh, we have some uh, some lots of reasons to back that up, and a lot of people come back, and when they... they uh, evaluate the training that we've had that we've provided they have almost universally said that they have gotten more than they expected and certainly everything that they could possibly have hoped for so if you'd like to be part of that we'd love for you to uh, come down to the range you can visit the range at 2031 dryden road that's uh, just south of the river right across from the dpnl maintenance yard 2031 Dryden Road in Moraine, or you can call the range at 293-3914. That's area code 937-293-3914, and we will uh, get answers to your questions as best we can then. But we'd especially like to take your questions now on the air, so call the studio at 457-1290, and we'll get those on board. Mark, I want to talk a little bit today about some issues. Each week, we try to uh, look at current issues that are relevant uh, around the community and obviously there's been a lot of buzz over the um, proposed legislation to eliminate the licensure requirement for obtaining a concealed carry license in the state of Ohio Um, that article happened to run earlier in the week on the front page and uh, the news media were uh, uh, blowing my phone up um, for for two days and I ended up doing several news stories both for uh, radio stations and television stations and um, obviously the topic is one it's controversial and uh, there's people with opinions and strong opinions on both sides and uh, obviously if you'd like to get in on today's discussion call us here at the studio at 457-1290 but I wanted to just take a uh, a couple minutes to just mention that uh, my my opinions and my stance on the issue are a combination of in my mind uh, it's it's common sense Uh, secondly it's 30 years as a, a law enforcement officer and maybe more importantly 10 years running a shooting range where we've seen people come to us for firearms training and uh, my stance on the issue as has been quoted in the paper and was uh, quoted on the various uh, television networks is that we believe that responsible gun ownership is the key and part of responsible gun ownership is the seeking of training which helps people understand the serious responsibilities of owning carrying and potentially using a firearm Um, there are people out there and some of the people who are probably behind the bill who feel that you know the second amendment is the second amendment and the words are pretty straightforward and i agree with that however when we're talking about um, carrying a concealed weapon with the purpose of potentially using a gun uh, in self-defense there's a lot of issues that need to be discussed Um, everything from self-defense
defense to um, standing your ground and the, the issues that people talk about all the time. There's just apparently some some people who think that information is just common sense when it's not. And I, I want to assure you for all of our listeners out there and many, as Mark mentioned, that have been to our training, they understand that, wow, this is way more than coming to the class and shooting some shots at the target. Well, it's also way, way more than just going and getting a gun and putting it on your hip and thinking that everything's going to go well and you're going to know what to do, when to do it in a real world situation. So with that said, I know there are a lot of people who have opinions. Mark and I differ on some of the substantive issues relative to this particular topic. But Maybe a bit around the borders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, a, but, you know, the, the bottom line is training is exceedingly valuable. You any responsible adult that has a firearm at all needs to know how to use it and the fastest and easiest way to get to that level is to go to a training class with somebody who knows how to teach it not just someone who knows how to do it um, driving for example you, that you wouldn't even think about going to buy a car if you didn't already know how to drive it and you hadn't already been trained how to drive it and had some practice doing that it would it would just be foolish nobody would even sell you a car if they're if you didn't have a driver's license well, and I say this is a particularly relevant argument today because believe it or not um, we've made significant progress over the last 10 to 11 years on the whole issue of concealed carry and gun rights in the state of Ohio irrespective of what's going on around the country we've made substantial steps and it's my professional and personal opinion that by bringing this issue up now i think it's going to throw up a smoke screen and give the anti-gun community just something more that they can criticize us about and make make another obstacle we have to hurdle over um uh, there are other things that are being proposed such as limiting the places where concealed carry uh, licensees uh, can carry i think that's a very positive thing and every year uh, legislation is proposed, and in some cases, it's passed to um, further reduce those restrictions. And I think that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, I no, think that's important. That's not exactly what you said at first, but that's ex that's the right meaning. And that is, we're not talking about increasing the number of restrictions or changing. Right, we're right, talking right. about reducing, reducing the number of Absolutely. places where you are prohibited from carrying. Reducing, a, and I increasing the number if I of carries. That. Yeah, I want uh, increasing the number of places you can carry, reducing exactly. the number of restrictions. And you know, there was another segment in that bill that I think doesn't have a whole lot of relevancy unless I'm um, just misunderstanding it when they're talking about not letting law enforcement officers search people when they just believe they have guns. In 30 years, I didn't search anybody just because I thought they had a gun. I searched them because they were involved in some criminal activity or suspicion of criminal activity, and then circumstances uh, turned up that they might have had a gun either in their possession or in their vehicle or in another place where I was lawfully present and had um, justifiable cause to search. So I don't know exactly what they're getting at there, but I, I think there are more substantive issues that the um, various organizations around the state and our legislatures are currently moving toward. Uh, the other thing that has a lot of movement, I think, right now is national carry. I mean, I think the timing is right right now for, for that kind of legislation to be introduced. And it makes no sense that an individual should have any restriction when they decide to, co to, to uh, travel this country uh, from east to west, north to south, that there are restrictions on where they can carry their lawfully possessed firearm in in an attempt to uh, make sure that they're safe in in journeying around the country i com completely agree with that particularly when you consider that driving a motor vehicle is a privilege not a right on the public roadways and carrying a firearm is a, a right guaranteed by the second amendment to the united states constitution and in ohio it's also guaranteed by article one section four of the ohio constitution so you have this this double-pronged uh, guarantee of your right to keep and bear arms. And that is, I think, what a lot of people are focusing on when they call this bill, for example, constitutional carry, which is kind of the shorthand that uh, has been given to House Bill 147. So if the, the um, when you're talking about going across state lines, if you have a license, you've been background checked, you have a license to carry, or you have permission to carry because your state's laws allow you to carry, why should that be any different in the state that 
you live in as a resident versus any state that you travel to. Well, and also when you we recognize the crime statistics tell us that people that are traveling across the country are just as likely to be vulnerable to criminal attack, and in some cases more because people realize they're kind of out of place or maybe they need a certain uh, demographic that people like to target, and it, it just puts people in a vulnerable position. And that's one of the reasons why the rest areas in Ohio became places where you were able to carry when initially because they were owned by the government, they were off limits. And that was something that took a while to get changed, but it finally did. You know, the other issue that I, I heard someone in support of, of House Bill 147 uh, bring to the fore was they said that, well, if you can open carry anywhere uh, without a license and you should be able to conceal carry anywhere. Well, that's not totally true. And I have to honestly tell you, I don't know a single person who open carries. Now, that has a lot to do with the circles of people and friends that I have and the people that um, are affiliated with SimTrainer. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, that's not really a big deal. And remember, open carry, people who carry openly without a license, they can't drive their vehicles. That's that's a good point. In fact, we have a call um, who's come in from Ron. And uh, Ron from Oakwood, uh, we'd like to bring you in on the show. You have a question about that. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, pretty much uh, just listening to you guys, you, you've already tore the guts out of the uh, House Bill 147. Um so something that's indicative of that uh, reminds me when I was in the military, both in basic training as well as uh, when we were training some ROTCs, uh, you know, cadet officers. And um, it was just appalling that now I was born in, in Texas and raised with hunting and uh, going to the range and, and such like, but it was just appalling that a lot of guys came in and some was from the big cities and, and such like, and they had no experience with guns. And, and I just saw the different times where they were, <clears throat> they would let the gun go off when, when they they shouldn't even have their finger on the trigger and just different things. And so I, I think that training is, it's just the premier uh, thing that we need to promote as, as opposed to just people uh, caring without that. Uh, my other question is I wanted to ask you about open carry uh, as far as uh, um, in your car. So, sometimes I, I make a lot, a lot of bank deposits and things like that. I try not to make them at night, but sometimes uh, they're at night, and I may just place my uh, weapon on the seat and what have you. I just wanted to, to know the law concerning that. Well, if you have a CHL, how you carry it, it should be secured on your person or somewhere in your vehicle. I want to totally discourage you just laying it on the seat because I'm aware of a particular case where an individual did that anticipating an altercation and he had to come to an abrupt stop. The gun fell onto the floorboard and then up underneath underneath his seat and he was violently assaulted and wasn't able to thwart that assault because he could not reach his firearm that fell off the, the seat in the wow. you know when the car stopped and then you know so there, there's no restriction to doing that i don't see any tactical advantage to doing it i would strongly encourage you to keep it on your side ready at hand in a holster and have it available to you if in the event that you would need it in addition to being aware of your surroundings and making sure you don't put yourself in a vulnerable position but i think having it right where you know it's at where you've been trained and where you've practiced drawing it from is the best advice the key there is that you in order to do that and do that legally you must have a a license to carry concealed handgun. If you don't have a CHL, then you may not have a loaded gun in the car, and loaded means either there's ammunition uh, in the gun or there's ammunition in a magazine that can be used with a gun, and they're not behind separate closures. So that that's a real important factor. We can talk a little bit more about that after the break. Uh, we do need to take our first break for the hour. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking weather, traffic, and news. News 95.7 WHIO. Old English Outfitters has been known for decades as the premier shooting and hunting store in the Miami Valley. Whether you're looking for a firearm for recreation or competitive shooting, personal defense, or for hunting, they have the area's largest selection with over 4,000 in stock and all accessories to match. If you prefer archery, their full-line pro shop has an outstanding selection of top bows and accessories and an indoor archery range 
range to test and fit your selection. Tired of being ignored? The experienced professional staff at Old English Outfitters are all shooters or hunters who participate in the sport and know about the products they sell. Then can back it up with gunsmithing and archery service that is second to none. And you don't have to pay a premium to get the best. With nationwide buying power, the management at Old English Outfitters finds the best deals and passes them on to their loyal customers with competitive pricing. Experience, selection, service, and competitive pricing. It's all from the store now celebrating over 40 years serving shooting and hunting enthusiasts in the Miami Valley. Old English Outfitters, two miles north of Vandalia on Dixie Drive, then one half mile east on Gingham's Bird Road. Check them out at oeoutfitters.com. You know, Blinds.com is a true American success story. It started by its founder, Jay Steinfeld, in his garage in the 90s. Now the world's largest online window covering store with over 250 of the friendliest and most helpful window blinds experts that you've ever met. It's time to talk to those experts for window decorating advice that will save you money on your energy bill and help you give any room a designer look all by yourself. Get everything you need at Blinds.com. Free color samples, free shipping, free expert decorator advice, and prices that crush the prices you'll find in any store. Blinds.com. If you have served in the military in any capacity, you may be eligible for health care benefits at the Dayton VA. I never served in combat. You may still be eligible. I wasn't injured on active duty. You may still be eligible. I'm not retired. I just have an honorable discharge. You may still be eligible. Apply today. Call 937-262-2128 or online at 1010ez.med.va.gov. You served us. Now let the Dayton VA serve you. If you could be more heart healthy just by drinking a glass of earthy vegetable juice daily, would you do it? Probably not. But what if this performance enhancing veggie was transformed into a great tasting circulation superfood drink? Interested in trying it now? For free? I thought so. It's called Super Beats and it can help boost your body's nitric oxide levels in as little as 20 minutes to help increase your energy and stamina while supporting overall cardiovascular health. Superbeats is recommended by top athletes and doctors because it works. Men and women drink Superbeats in the morning for all-day energy, at the gym for an extra-long workout, or in the afternoon for a natural pick-me-up without jittery side effects. Learn how to get your first supply of Superbeats free for just the cost of shipping and processing. Plus, get a free book on ways to support good health with nitric oxide. Call 800-951-0309. 800-951-0309. Again, 800-951-0309. Or go to buysuperbeats.com. Buysuperbeats.com. This afternoon, sunny skies with highs climbing into the low 60s. Tonight will remain mild as lows dip into the low 40s. Then for your Sunday, it's more sunny skies and highs climbing into the low 70s. I'm Tracy Hale-Brown on Dayton's official station for severe weather, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. Now, back to shooting from the hip on News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to the show, and if you'd like to join the show today, please call us at 457-1290, and we'd like to hear your comments. There are a lot of things going on in the area, and if you've got uh, something you'd like to talk about, you have something on your mind, please give us a call. Um, Before the break, we were talking about uh, House Bill 147 and some of its provisions, and I wanted to also make mention of uh, an individual who was quoted in... um, Uh, the paper this week in the same column where uh, myself and several other people were uh, interviewed um, was uh, John Gilchrist, who's the legislative counsel for the Ohio Association's chiefs of police. Um, First of all, when they understand he's not a chief of police, he's the legislative counsel. He's a lawyer supposedly representing the the interests of the chiefs of police. I want to also tell you that uh, from my experience in talking to line officers, Um, and first and second level supervisors around the country, he does not speak for the majority of us when he says that the bill will allow just about any firearm except automatic rifles and sawed-off shotguns to be carried concealed. And he continues by saying there are more guns than we need in society, and it doesn't make society uh, safer by having all these people with guns. I I don't know where he's coming from when he makes those comments. Uh, the, 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 The millions... And I think that the number of gun owners in this country is in the tens of millions. Is that right, Mark? Sixty million. I think I heard a figure one time uh, by the NRA. Some, yeah, it's in the tens 80, of millions. Eighty to a hundred million. I mean, uh, it's hard to tell. Again, in, in all my years, in in th- almost thirty years in law enforcement, I came across maybe a dozen cases where people illegally possessed firearms. That's in thirty years, and the overwhelming majority of people I know 
lawfully possess firearms and they possess multiple firearms so i don't know where that information is the criminals obtain firearms get this illegally in most cases they somehow acquire them through illegal means whether it's through straw purchases theft transfer otherwise from people who have them and they they give them for whatever reason uh, they they get them and a lot of the laws that are being recommended in the provisions of the various laws again people i want to remind you have no impact on the criminals it only has adverse impact on law-abiding citizens and uh, th- that just plays true time and time again and and i just wanted to emphasize because i saw him quoted there and i know that he's been very outspoken against um concealed carry and, and and various other gun-related legislation around the state. And, and the things that he's purported and many other people have purported simply haven't played out. I remember back when um, uh, they were talking about allowing guns in bars. He and other people were concerned that people were going to get intoxicated and start shooting the place up. Well, it hasn't played out. And the reason we know that is you would know about it. It would have been front-page news the first time it happened or was suspected of happening. So, again, I, I, I want people to exercise caution. Um, I know this time topic is controversial um, and it ha- it strikes emotion and maybe that's one of the things they do is they want to strike up some emotion but I think we're making a lot more significant headway in legitimate avenues uh, with um, expanding reciprocity. I know the state of Ohio supposedly is working hard with Pennsylvania and Texas and other states to try to get the reciprocity agreements worked out so that things are going to be smooth for people that travel through those states um, and, and another thing that's moving forward is um, at some point over the next year or two, you're probably going to see it where the next checks that are conducted on people for uh, purchasing firearms uh, are going to be, or, or when you go to get your license renewed or get your initial license, at some point down the road, that will be sufficient for people when you go to buy a firearm. So there's movement in the right direction in other areas, and I think that's where we got to focus a lot of our energy. I will give him credit for one thing. He's consistent. His opposition to concealed carry and to increasing the rights of gun owners goes all the way back to the very beginning of concealed carry in Ohio. In fact, before the the first law was passed, he was one of those testifying on uh, in opposition to every change every positive thing that's happened if you do a search for his name on the buckeye firearms association website and just look to see some of the articles every single one of them he's saying a lot of the same canards the same kinds of arguments none of which have been proven true all of which have shown not to be true as we have now been over 10 years into this and and that just I mean he's he's not willing to be to learn from experience but he is absolutely consistent. Well, it's similar ideology and philosophy to whoever was responsible for the ammunition scare a couple months ago, where they just tried to falsify information. And in that particular case, they were trying to say that the 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 particular brand of uh, two two three five five six ammunition was being used to assault police officers, and it was posing an un, un, unreasonable danger to police officers. Well, let me tell you as we mentioned before all ammunition poses dangers not only police officers but the other people but they were relying just on information they thought was coming from authoritative sources like this individual and like other people affiliated with atf batf or whoever it was and it simply wasn't the case yeah and and unfortunately the the media often does not call out these false statements for what they are and bring back the statements that they made in 2002, 2003, and forward that have since proven not to be the case. And I think that is one of the reasons why we started this show was to expose some of those falsehoods and to put the facts-based Uh, information out. We need to take a break for the news at the bottom of the hour. If you'd like to be on the show, we will talk to Kay when we get back, and we'll take your calls at 457-1290. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7-WHIO. News 95.7 and AM 1290-WHIO. Dayton at Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. On air, air. online at WHIO.com. And on every device with the WHIO app. Your news news. starts now. Now. It's 2.30 and I'm Max Lovato with our top local story, another Fifth Third Bank robbery. Find out where next. I'm weather specialist Tracy Hale-Brown. Temperatures will climb into the low 60s today. The exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. 
From the WHAO 24-hour team traffic center, no major accidents to report this hour. And if you're traveling westbound on State Route 35 from 675, your commute to I-75 will be a little over five minutes. Our top local story, if you're just tuning in, a Fifth Third Bank in Tip City is being blocked off as police are investigating a robbery. Unconfirmed reports show that one man walked into the bank and demanded cash before fleeing the scene. Right now, we have crews on the scene, and we'll bring you the latest as soon as we get it, right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And we're also hearing reports right now that there have been shots fired at the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. The building is now being locked down, with the shots being heard from the west side. The shooter is now in police custody, but no motive is currently known. Capitol Police are also investigating a possible connection between the man and a suspicious package received on that same west side terrace earlier in the day. News every half hour. This is News 95.7 WHIO. Continuing news. Depend on it. Starting Monday, the southbound I-75 ramp to 35 East is being closed for construction, and here's how you can get around it. The detour is 75 south to the U-turn lane at the Edwin C. Moses Boulevard exit. Take that to I-75 north on to U.S. 35 east. That's WHIO's Brittany Otto reporting, and construction is expected to continue through October with the project costing an estimated $4 million. And a bizarre story from Medina this afternoon. Police are saying a middle school student is handing out $100 bills to classmates after taking about $25,000 from his grandfather. While they're not quite sure he was able how he was able to take the money well they could for sure say that people are already spending it here's the exclusive whio storm center 7 forecast from weather specialist tracy hale brown this afternoon sunny skies with highs climbing into the low 60s tonight will remain mild as lows dip into the low 40s then for your sunday it's more sunny skies and highs climbing into the low 70s i'm tracy hale brown on dayton's official station for severe weather am 1290 and news 95.7 whio latest scan live doppler 7 hd radar is clear and sunny it is 57 degrees in springfield and 56 degrees in Dayton at 2.32. If news breaks, we break in immediately. I'm Max Lovata on Dayton's news, weather, and traffic station. News 95.7 WHIO, the home of Fox News. We, we, we report, you decide. Hi, I'm Jeff Pedro from Sim Trainer with an important announcement for gun owners. You have the right to use a gun to defend yourself and your loved ones. But in today's crazy world, you can be arrested, jailed, sued, fired, and bankrupted, even when you have legally and justifiably used a gun in self-defense. That's why I recommend you join Second Call Defense. Just call the emergency hotline and Second Call Defense gives you real-time legal and financial assistance. This includes NRA-backed insurance protection and immediate financial support for legal fees, bond, civil damages, wage compensation, and much more. It's the most comprehensive protection available anywhere. I'm a member of Second Call Defense, and you should be too. In fact, I've made arrangements so you can get your first month free when you use the special offer code SIM, as in SIM Trainer. That's S-I-M. Find out more at secondcalldefense.org. That's secondcalldefense.org. At the Ohio State University Comprehensive Cancer Center, James Cancer Hospital, and Solov Research Institute, we understand that there is no routine colon cancer. Colon cancer is a complex disease driven by molecules and genes that behave differently in each person. That's why we bring together multidisciplinary teams of researchers and cancer subspecialists to analyze the unique makeup of your colon cancer at the genetic level. This collaborative approach allows us to deliver the most advanced targeted treatments and minimally invasive surgeries for colon cancer. For our colon cancer patients, this means better outcomes, faster responses, fewer side effects, and more hope. At The James, we go beyond the routine to prevent, detect, treat, and cure your colon cancer. Learn more at cancer.osu.edu. 
Welcome to Tire Discounters. Can I help you? You can help me settle a bet. Sir? You already made me lose one bet. We did? By giving away lifetime balancing and rotation, even if you're only buying one tire. Yeah? Who does that? Maybe everybody should. We're just trying to do the right thing. So now I'm looking at a double or nothing. A what? Please tell me you're not giving free alignments to people who just buy one tire. Yes, sir. One, two, or three, your alignment's still free. How great is that? I could cry right now. For a limited time, buy one, two, or three tires, and your alignment's still free. If you own a business, you know incorporating can be a smart way to protect yourself and your assets. So the question is, why haven't you incorporated your business yet? My business? It's too small. Wrong. No matter how small your business, you run the risk of losing all your personal assets, your car, your home, even your entire life savings if you're not incorporated. Incorporating is very complicated. Actually, incorporating is easy and fast. You can do it in just 10 minutes. Call now for your free guide from incorporate.com. 1-800-722-1352. I need a lawyer to incorporate. That's really expensive. You don't need a lawyer, and we don't offer legal or financial advice. Incorporate.com is a service company whose only mission is helping people like you incorporate safely, easily, and quickly. Find out how simple it is to protect your family and personal assets by incorporating. Call now for your free guide. 1-800-722-1352. 1-800-722-1352. That's 1-800-722-1352. Attention, this is the Alarm 4 Central Station. We are receiving a panic signal. Is everything okay? It's Jane. My password is 452. I just heard glass shatter downstairs. Jane, stay calm. The authorities are on their way and we'll update them on your situation. I'll stay on the line with you until help arrives. No phone line at home? No problem. Go wireless with Alarm Force's cell wave technology installed at no charge for a limited time only. Call 1-800-267-2001. Alarm Force. WHIO News Time is 2.37. Right now, we continue to monitor news, weather, and traffic in Dayton's only 24-hour newsroom. This is AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to the show. This is Mark Avery with Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip, and we're glad that you've joined us this afternoon. If you'd like more information about the show, you can go to our website at sim-trainer.com slash radio, sim-trainer.com slash radio. We'll take you to the radio program, and there's also a link to that on our homepage at sim-trainer.com. Let's go back out to the phones, and we'll talk to Kay, who's calling from Ohio. Uh, Kay, welcome to the show. Hi, um, my name is Kay, and I just have um, a question. Okay. Um, I about um, just in townships, for instance, uh, Green County, in townships in Green County, for gun owners that have their own ranges. Um, are there any rules, guidelines, laws regarding shooting in proximity to other homes and at night? Um, I wouldn't say I am a gun owner, so I'm not anti-gun, but there, you know, there there does seem to be a lot of um, kind of no rules when it comes to that, especially in the townships out in Greene County. So I'd just like to hear you talk about that, and um, I'm going to hang up so I can listen. Okay, Okay. it's, it's interesting you bring that up because I just recently saw passing across my desk some legislation in the state of Ohio which would give townships a little bit of more authority to restrict such activity. As it stands now... Let me first of all say that um, outside of incorporated areas, the the rules are not as substantive as you're going to find in other places. In many cases, there are no rules, there are no limitations, other than the fact that if the shooting of the ammunition or shooting of bullets puts people at risk due to where the bullets are impacting and or the noise of the guns going off at certain times is going to create inconvenience, annoyance, and alarm. Outside of that, in many cases, the people who have their own firing ranges out on their property in rural, predominantly rural, now becoming more more uh, um, occupied, obviously, um, areas, uh, there, there isn't any s- said restrictions. I do know in um, a couple of the townships that border some of the cities, Beaver Creek and Kettering, in the last couple of years, in fairly tightly... Um, Uh, put together communities there have been some cases where ricocheting bullets have created some safety issues and ranges were uh 
personal ranges were temporarily shut down until the local authorities could determine how that could be uh, rectified and mandate that it be rectified before they were able to resume shooting. So I think it's going to be on a, a, a jurisdiction by jurisdiction basis. The best advice I'd give you is get a hold of your township. I guess they call them trustees or whatever the governmental entity is in the township and ask the question and then um, find out what, if any, um, I don't know if they call them township rules. I don't know if they call them laws, but some rules and regulations that uh, they're either formulating or they've uh, implemented. Um, and then also maybe contact the sheriff's office to see how they're handling the particular matter because um, short of uh, legislation that's going to restrict it, there's not much people are going to be able to do outside of the dangers of projectiles. Obviously, that makes total sense and or the noise issue given at certain times um, at three o'clock in the afternoon I don't know if there's much people are going to be able to do but certainly at uh, nine o'clock at night ten o'clock at night there's probably some reasonable measures that can be taken but again it's going to take action on, beca- on behalf of the township trustees or the state legislature before that's ever going to become well and and really the better answer is just to be a good neighbor so if you have if you know if you're going to be shooting firearms at, on your own property and you're doing it safe Safely, you just need to be considerate about the other people around the area, and it, if it's a, if it's a special kind of event, you might want to give people notice so that they can at least be aware of what's going on and not have uh, some concern about what uh, you know that, that at least this this is an expected thing. And it's if it's occasional, you know, night shoots are a lot of fun. You get to see things you don't act you don't get ordinarily get to see when you're shooting in the daytime. And and there's a lot of you know there'd be a lot of reasons why people would do that but on the other hand if you're not a considerate and good neighbor then that's a real problem as well and not only does it cause problems for your neighbors it just creates a perception that gun owners aren't very respectful and that's not the perception that we want people to have. Yeah, and I just think the best course would, uh, obviously, as Mark mentioned, um, talk to the neighbor, let them know your concerns, and then secondly, uh, regardless of whether or not you get the answer that you're looking for or satisfied with whatever response they give you, contact the township trustees and find out what, if any, rules or or provisions are in place, and then contact the sheriff's office. Probably in that order would be the best approach, but I think that's a a good approach. Okay, thanks very much for calling the show. Let's go uh, take one more call and go out and talk to Leon, who's calling from Clayton. Leon, welcome to the show. Hello. Uh, you guys are a lot more polite than I would be, but uh, <laughs> I'd just like, I'd like to know, uh, you don't engage in, interset, in uh, Internet website fights or waste time online, but uh, uh, have you had students that you just can't teach because they know more than you because they were in the military and what their uh, gun expert buddies told them at uh, Bill Goodman uh, Firearms University. Well, well, Leon, the short answer to that is yes, we've had them, and we don't ne- generally have much problem because what we found in our experience is sometimes we'll let them ramble for a little bit, and then when we get out to the range after we've spent some time going all over all the, the issues, range safety, firearm safety, functional operation, handling, loading, charging, clearing malfunctions, when we get out on the range, an interesting thing occurs much of the time. I don't know that most is the answer, but with those types of people, they kind of talk themselves in a corner and either their friends or other classmates shoot better, handle the gun better, are much more efficient in the operation of the gun. And it usually self, it takes care of itself. Um, short of that, um, we, we generally, you're, you're exactly right. There are people, and Mark and I say this all the time when we ask the class, are you experienced in use of firearms? And a lot of them will raise their hand and we ask the nature of their experience. Well, we've been around guns all, all your life. Okay, well, tell me a little bit more. Well, my dad had a shotgun we used to go hunting. Okay, how many times did you shoot it? Well, I shot it one time and my shoulder hurt. Okay, have you had any experience with a handgun? Well, I, I saw my dad shoot a twenty two pistol one time and I shot it and it was pretty fun. Well, and again, their, their idea of experience is is convoluted and it it has a lot of issues and we know that so we don't take anything for granted and you bring up a very valid point and and as a general rule across the 10 years we've been in business and i'll restrict it to that the most experienced shooters don't perform as well in any aspect of the gun handling and shooting as 
the new people who pay attention, learn the meticulous um, detail, and then apply that in a supervised way. I think one of the classic examples of that is when a guy has thinks he has experience and and knows about guns, and he brings his significant other, female, uh, whether it be a, a wife, a daughter, a girlfriend, and they come to the range, they come to first shots class, and he brings her to first shots so she can learn, but he doesn't really need to learn because he already knows all that stuff. And then she goes out, the both of them go out into the range, and she drills the target, and he can't hit it at eight feet. He's missing the a fairly large square at that distance. And then suddenly, well, I mean, you know, must be something wrong with this gun. Oh, no, it's the same gun she was shooting just a second ago, and she's drilling the target, and you weren't paying attention. And that's what it really comes down to more often than not, because uh, the guys think they have the gun gene, and you know, they maybe they have experience, or like you say, they've been they've been to uh, listening to too many uh, web postings, or you know, they got friends who know about guns, and therefore they know everything there is to know about it. One of the things that we have seen in concealed carry when somebody comes in thinking they don't need class, by the time they get to the end of the first hour of our class, they realize maybe there's more to this than I thought about. And that's one of the reasons why we teach the class the way we do. Leon, we had one guy come to class. He wanted to just come and sit in the back, quote unquote, and watch us train his wife. He said, however, I want her to shoot my Ruger P85 because that's the best gun for her. (laughs) And I said, well, we don't do it that way, but you're welcome to come and sit in the class. About an hour into it, he said to me, quote, can I pay to go through this class? Because there's a lot of not a lot of stuff that I know about that I kind of took for granted. And what you're telling me makes a lot of sense. The lady never touched the P85 because it's not a gun we would put people into when they're first shooting. She ended up liking the Smith & Wesson M&P Shield after trying multiple others. And he liked several of the others. And he ended up buying a Springfield XDM two days later after he went through the class. So if that helps you, those are some of the experiences that we've found over the years. Leon, thanks very much for calling the show. You know, I, I have to tell people that uh, um, one of the processes, one of the great benefits of doing things the way we do it is we don't take things for granted. Um, when we teach classes, regardless of if it's a first shots class, a concealed carry class, a basic class, or even our advanced training, um, what's unique about shooting compared to a lot of other places, I guess it's not unique because I've heard people say when they talk to me, when they hear me talk about the fundamentals, once you've mastered the fundamentals, you'll be as good as you can be as much as you practice. They say that's the same when you're shooting foul shots and basketball or hitting a golf ball or playing tennis or bowling, whatever the case might be. But um, we reinforce the fundamentals. We, we teach people the process over the result. And that's a big thing. A lot of the philosophy and orientation in the past has been, hey, let's go to the range and have some fun. And fun meant let's look at the target and see how good we shoot. When in fact, the process of shooting, the safe handling of the gun, the functional operation, handling the loading, the charging, the clearing, the malfunctions, getting the proper grip, making sure the site alignment, the process is way more important. And that's why we've had a lot of success in that particular regard. And that's one of the reasons why people come back, not just for uh, once they've purchased a firearm and maybe they've been through the basic handgun class and get concealed carry. But then we have a lot of people that come take the advanced handgun series. And that's 20 hours of intensive training over a quarter because we don't want to back those up. It's not something you can fire hose. It's something that you need to have practice in between because each of those classes build on the previous one and give you skills in increasingly complicated situations, but the fundamentals don't change as you go from one to the next. It's the same fundamentals all the way across. I want to kind of switch gears real quick because we only have a little bit of time for the break and we'll carry on after the break if necessary, but a recent news article that's raised a lot of attention was uh, a a little league organization in Huber Heights selling raffle tickets where the first prize is a handgun. I I want to let you know that um, understand as the news reporters have mentioned every time I've heard it, don't worry, the person who wins the prize isn't just going to get a gun handed to him by a 12 year old that's holding the ticket the individual <laughs> undoubtedly is going to have to go down to a firearms uh, a federal firearms licensee and actually fill out the 4473 pass the background check and then the gun will be lawfully that's the keyword lawfully transferred to the person who is lawfully entitled to possess that gun and i know there's probably people out there who are listening and maybe they they've got an opinion about that call in if you want we have a few minutes after the break and we'd be more than glad to discuss it but regard i just told mark i'd rather win a firearm 
than a motorcycle. Now, he kind of hem-hawed a little bit and said, I, well, I don't know. Maybe I'd, I'd rather like, have that motorcycle. Yeah, I'd kind of like that. Oh, not about rather, but, you know, it'd be, it'd be a pretty <laughs> tough call. But I wouldn't want the two-wheeled monster, but I'd certainly like that, <laughs> that handgun, whatever it might be. Those of us who have ridden and in the open instead of in a cage don't have a problem with two wheels. So <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> So uh, we need to take our, our last break for the hour, but if you'd like to get in on this nonsense, give us a call at 457-1290. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. News 95.7 WHIO. Sim Trainer is the Dayton area's premier indoor shooting range and firearms training facility. Sim Trainer is a members only facility featuring 10 individual shooting stalls and a mechanical target retrieval system. Their range is also climate controlled for your year round comfort. Sim Trainer offers both pay as you go and year long individual and family memberships. They're also proud to offer reduced rate memberships for law enforcement and military. Need training? Sim Trainer holds unique and innovative firearms training courses, including the award winning first shots program a concealed carry course and an advanced five course handgun series sim trainer is open monday through sunday check the website sim-trainer.com to find out more or call 293-3914 sim trainer the dayton area's premier indoor shooting range and firearms training facility 2031 dryden road in moraine just across from dpnl online at sim-trainer.com if you have served in the military in any capacity, you may be eligible for health care benefits at the Dayton VA. I never served in combat. You may still be eligible. I wasn't injured on active duty. You may still be eligible. I'm not retired. I just have an honorable discharge. You may still be eligible. Apply today. Call 937-262-2128 or online at 1010ez.med.va.gov. You served us. Now let the Dayton VA serve you. Hi, I'm Brendan Burchard. Some people call me the world's highest paid motivational trainer, and some people call me crazy because I've just authorized a nationwide giveaway of my best-selling book, The Motivation Manifesto. In fact, it's a New York Times bestseller, and you can get it free by calling 1-800-700-5905. If you're drowning in the day's agenda, craving fulfillment and freedom, you need this book. You'll discover the nine declarations for reclaiming your personal power. Unmask the major enemies that are holding you back and learn the secrets to defeating them once and for all. I'll show you how to get back in control of your life so you can finally achieve the success you've dreamed of. Financial freedom, emotional freedom, time freedom. I'm so passionate about changing lives. I want you to have the Motivation Manifesto for free. But due to high demand, I can only offer one free hardback copy per household. To find out how to get yours while supplies last, call now, 1-800-700-5905. That's 1-800-700-5905. Engage with a call center team that thrives on solving problems together. Synchrony Financial is now hiring for call center positions in Dayton. Find out what makes us different. Apply today at SynchronyCareers.com. That's S-Y-N-C-H-R-O-N-Y Careers.com. Or text S Y. SYF25 to 90206. Again, SYF25 to 90206 for more information. It's the first downtown Tip City Shop Hop of the year, Saturday. You could win a gift basket from participating shops. Stop by Midwest Memories Antiques. This one-of-a-kind antique mall features more than 75 unique dealers and over 10,000 square feet of historic space. Furnish, decorate, and accessorize your home at Midwest Memories Antiques, 20 and 24 West Main. Open Saturday, Iron Dog Salvage and Antiques at 14 East Main. Sugden Furniture in downtown Tip City invites you to the wondrous world of Norwalk Furniture, created right here in Ohio, providing comfort you crave and durability you desire. Choose from 800 fabrics to enhance Norwalk's stylish selection of sofas and chairs at Sugden Furniture, 40 West Main, Tip City. Karen's Toys at 31 East Main, you'll find that special gift at their one-of-a-kind store. Select items marked down for the shop hop. See new toys and games that just arrived, plus outdoor toys like colliders, rockets, jump ropes, and everything that bubbles. Stop by Sweet by Christie next door for a tasty treat. 
afternoon, sunny skies with highs climbing into the low 60s. Tonight will remain mild as lows dip into the low 40s. Then for your Sunday, it's more sunny skies and highs climbing into the low 70s. I'm Tracy Hale-Brown on Dayton's official station for severe weather, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield station for news, weather and traffic, and our Ask the Expert weekends. News 95.7 and AM 1290 WHIO. Welcome back to the show. We've uh, got just a few minutes left, and uh, let's take the first part of that and jump out to the phones and talk to Charles, who's calling from Dayton. Charles, welcome to the show. Hi, how you doing? Great. How can we help you? Oh, I just um, was listening to the radio, and I have a tenant opinion about the um, uh, the raffle that you were talking about, and okay. I absolutely think that, that stuff like this is great. We need to keep on doing stuff like this. There's this, this clouded... Um, preconceived notion that people have about firearms and so many people are just misinformed about firearms and the danger of firearms and until we do you know keep doing stuff like this and just bring it up more and more um, people are just going to continue on you know not understanding and having this 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 lie in their head I think uh, that yeah that that's absolutely correct I mean firearms are dangerous as as our automobiles as our knives and we use those items all the time but we use them with the care that they're due and the same thing applies to firearms absolutely yeah one of the big things that my father always says to me is um, you know you see uh, these you know the government officials and the uh, uh, these politicians making a big deal about firearms and if, if you really want to save lives if you really want to stop um, some deaths just lower the speed limit on the freeways by 10 miles an hour. Think about how many thousands of people would live, would, you know, would be alive nowadays if this, the speed limit was. But you don't hear people talking about that. Matter of fact, every year the speed limit on the freeways are going up higher, higher, and higher. Well, there's Imagine no... if you were driving down the highway and every single time there was a, a, a backup on the highway, it was because there was a, a shooting. Right. And a mass <laughs> shooting, because usually a, a traffic you know accident usually there's multiple deaths or multiple injuries right but you don't hear people talking about that ever no. that, that's a that's the counter argument all the time and you bring up very good points thank you for calling the show today but i just want to remind our listeners that that fundraiser is designed to provide a uh, um, financial basis for the organization over the year and i have to believe that um, a firearm was an, an attractive option as one of the prizes and since it's going to be handled lawfully um our our opinion on it there's nothing wrong with it um i'll I'll try to buy a ticket if I have a chance to. I don't know where to get them, but <laughs> yeah. I'd certainly uh, um, be, be able to get one. So um, uh, a couple other things I want to mention before we're, we're off the air is uh, the long-awaited Glock 43 will be uh, coming to the range next week for the range program so that people who are interested in trying that new single-stack Glock out, we should have it in stock by midweek. It is in shipment as we speak, and uh, we fully expect to have that. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are interested in it. They showcased it down at the NRA shows, which are going on right now. I was watching um, some of the, the, the highlights of the show, and that was one of the first three highlights that was on the reel when somebody with uh, some kind of camera walked up to the Glock uh, booth and said, hey, we want to see the 43, and they did about a three-minute blurb on the 43. And it's a, it's a neat gun. It's not the everybody's answer. It's what people have been waiting for for a long time, but the, the various other ones on the market, whether it's the Shield or the um, XTS or the, the any of the car single stacks or the Ruger LC9S, uh, those are all still good guns. But uh, for those that are interested, it should be on the program next week. If you're already a Glock shooter, in particular, I mean, that's that's the really the target market. For that's that. exactly right. I also want to remind our listeners that Field and Stream has an interesting event next week. They call it the Lock and Load Shooting Event. It's going to be next Sunday, April 19th. Sunday, April 19th. Um, and they're going to be giving away uh, gift cards to the first 100 people in line, anywhere from 5 to $100 uh, gift cards for the first 100 people in line. You get a chance to meet Benelli representatives. Also, if you're interested, you hunters out there and uh, shotgun sporting en- enthusiasts, that you can pre-order the first over and under uh, gun from Benelli. It's called the 828U. Um, they're also going to be running a kid's workshop where you can customize, make your own rubber band gun. So if you're going to take the young kids out there, that's a great opportunity. I remember when I was a kid, my grandfather made them even before they became commercially available, and they were neat. Uh, so you're going to get to be, make a customized rubber band gun. So while you're looking at the shotguns, your kids can be over in the workshop. So you know, take advantage of that. They, um, they're they going to get underway around noon. It's going to be Sunday, April 19th at the Field 
stream down on Austin, uh, Austin Pike. So if you have an opportunity, those people out there, they're doing a great job. We formed a, a partnership with them, and uh, things are moving uh, great in both directions. So uh, it's, it's a great store. And if you haven't been to the store, get ready to spend an hour, if you have the time at least, because everything you look at is very intriguing. So uh, we'd, we'd encourage you to do that. And again, if you're looking to buy a gun, our Try Before You Buy It program will work with the stuff that they have there as well. So we're, we're happy to support that. Thanks very much for being part of the show. You can put the guns away now. Get out the growlers. It's time for the Bruise Brothers on What's Brewing Dayton After the News. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. <laughs>